Welcome to Fortinet Live. I'm your host, Rick Peters, the CISO for Operational Technology for North America for Fortinet. And boy, I'm honored today to have being joined by Jason Lund. He is the Managing Director and Leader of Technology Infrastructure at Jones Lang LaSalle, better known as JLL. It's really exciting to have you here with us today, Jason. Great to be here with you today, Rick. Thanks. Now, JLL is known as a worldwide leader in real estate for industrial, commercial, retail, residential, and hotel real estate. And, and this is an area uh, that certainly touches into operational technology. So I'd like to kind of explore a number of avenues that are leading us forward, Jason, and, and because I think there's an appetite out there for today uh, mm -hmm. around the globe, but certainly here in North America. And I think it's uh, a great opportunity to kind of uh, what the appetites of those who are wondering what's happening, as well as really exploring the progress that we're making and some of the strategy that's really in, in being designed as we speak. Now, that'd be great. I look forward to the conversation. Awesome. So let's uh, let's start out by talking a little bit about trends that are impacting uh, the real estate sector. Sure. Uh, so obviously, COVID, uh, that is first and foremost on everyone's mind. And we're trying to get uh, physical occupancy back up inside of large office buildings. We're trying to get people back inside of our real estate. Um, but interestingly, the COVID um, pressures have pushed hard on the technology pressures. Uh, there's a lot more uh, technology out there that's being offered in order to count the number of people inside of buildings, in order to monitor where people go and how much occupancy are in conference rooms versus elevators versus this versus that. And so it's bringing a lot more technological innovation into our buildings, which is good. And we love that. Uh, that's definitely what we want. And then right behind COVID was environmental, social and governance. Everybody's goals around sustainability and cost savings, reducing carbon footprint. And again, we were produce, we were uh, pursuing uh, technological innovation on that as well. So there's a number of trends. In addition, in real estate, we're always looking to increase revenue, save money. So there's a number of trends in real estate that are pushing forward on technological innovation. The thing that we have not kept up with, uh, and you're well aware because we've been working on this together, is cybersecurity. And the more technologically advanced our buildings get and the more operational technology there is, controlling our fire life safety, controlling our elevators, controlling the nuts and bolts and the operational day-to-day -day behaviors of our buildings, the more vulnerable we are to cyber. And that's probably in my world, in real estate world, we understand technology some, but we understand cyber even less. And so that's really, those, there's a number of things pushing us into this realm. Well, it really is a, a converged landscape as I was thinking, as you're chatting there about, you know, just the number of enabled sensors and yet it's all focused, you know, beyond just security and the safety and, and situational awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Within the environment itself, it's really taking a front seat. That's, that's fascinating to think about. Hey, you know, what's top of mind today for you as a technology leader at JLO? I think just bringing in, bringing in good quality technological innovation uh, there's a lot of uh, people raising their hands out there saying we've got the best this, that, or the other. But for our business model, meaning professional real estate investors and professional owners, there's a, there's a narrow swath of technological innovation that really matters to what we do. Um, and then on top of that, how do we bring it in safely? And how do we bring it in in a way that's, that's 
that's measurably um, um, safe and also monitorable, if that's a word, uh, so that we can keep track of things as we go. And again, these are areas that my world in real estate is is much less versed in, which is why I'm at JLL. Well, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I like the fact that you focus on this, the relevance and the value and the safety, because mm-hmm. that's sort of an abiding principle, isn't it, when we talk about operational technology. So we're not departing from that as uh, the thing that is most important to those leaders. Definitely. Um, as we think about cybersecurity trends, uh, what's a top priority for you at JLL? I think from, from the cyber side, um, and I'll take two steps back. There's a number of things that are driving real estate into the arms of cybersecurity awareness. The first is, I think, insurers. Uh, all of our real estate is insured, and a lot of cyber events have happened that made the headlines. And the first place that our real estate folks go is to their insurers, and they say, we're covered, right? And the insurers go, well, I'm not sure you're covered, because these types of threats are new, and a lot of these policies are old. And so... The insurance companies are starting to put their foot forward and making sure that there are riders attached or there's other kinds of language involved to limit their liability, which increases the owner's liabilities. So from an insurance standpoint, we're getting pressure. From a lender standpoint, we're starting to get pressure because lenders underwrite cash flows. And if there are catastrophic events that could impact cash flow, that's a factor. So they want this nailed down. And then a third factor is there a lot of the larger portfolios in real estate are rated by professional agencies like a Standard & Poor's or a Moody's or what have you. And if they're going to put a, a rating on the security of the overall cash flow of a number of assets, then catastrophic threat to that cash flow would be a large-scale cyber event. So that's another factor that's driving the creditworthiness of these portfolios. So all of these things are coming together and putting a spotlight on cyber and the need for it. But then what we're trying to focus on is what are the aspects of cybersecurity that are within our realm as professional real estate investors and owners? And that's where we're focused uh, with tech infrastructure. Uh, It really seems to be centering around accountability, which probably is not a surprise, right? I mean, if you think about all those factors, they kind of all focus towards that goal. Mm -hmm. let's, Let's turn our attention for a second to thinking about the shift to the edge, and which is certainly mm-hmm. appropriate in this space, and the implications for security. How does this impact uh, your security strategy, given the proliferation of edges and devices and data? Yeah, that boy, that's a great question. I think the right answer overall is I don't know. We're <laughs> we're still legitimately working this through. The innovation, as you know, is just happening at lightning speed. Um, the question of how much to push to the edge versus how much to keep outside it in the cloud or, or where is still a, 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 an evolving question. What's safer? Um, and I don't think that that answer has really been developed yet. Uh, but we've got you know good partners like Fortinet and yourself and others that are trying to help us ascertain this. But with the development of 5G technology and as that continues to proliferate and, and evolve... I think we're going to be creating those answers even as we go forward. So I think that's that's still to be determined. You know, I, I, I'm so pleased to hear you answer it that way because we really are um, in a place right now where discovery is happening. Yeah, we're all at, learning. At, at the speed of business today. And, and I think the other thing that you pointed out, which is really important in this space, is this whole notion of the importance of collaboration and partnering. Yeah. You know, 
no one's going to solve this problem alone. It's going to no. take smart people committed, almost a coalition of the willing, if you will, to work together, right, to propel us forward, to wrestle with some of these hard issues and, and you really get the traction that starts to showcase what the realm of the possible is. You know, along the same lines, um, you know, we all are thinking a lot about you know, the, the cases that have made headlines over the last oh, 18 to 24 months. But for the for your industry and specifically, what are the real concerns given the threat landscape today? Yeah, well, the, you talk about the ones that have made the headlines. I'm concerned with a lot of ones that haven't, and that's one of the biggest threats that we have. I wrote an article about this not too long ago. Is there's way too much that's under the radar screen of everybody, and nobody is is getting the whole story. And the government, I don't know if you saw this, but the Treasury Department for the, the U.S just came out with new protocols and they've started an inner government agency task force that includes the treasury department, the FBI, et cetera. They're going to go after cryptocurrency exchanges. That's where the money transfers. That's a, a critical piece of cyber terrorism. And they're also going to partner with other countries around the world and try to crack down on the people that are attacking. So from that standpoint, I think one of the biggest threats that is in real estate right now is all the different ways that we don't know all the different ways that we can be impacted. A lot of our professional real estate investors and our, our big owners are still flying blind largely as to the vulnerabilities that they have to cyber terrorism. And then when an event happens in a narrow sense or on a particular building or buildings, they don't talk about it. They don't publicize it. They just do their best to fix it and make it go away. And then nobody else, knows about it. And so there's not that knowledge sharing. There's not that that ability to write the articles about it, to put it together and to get best practices and start to really develop something. So from that standpoint, I'm very excited about what the Treasury Department has done. They've started a website that'll share best practices, that'll publicize things. And we can start to get this out in the open and make this a manageable threat. I don't think cyber terrorism is ever going away. Crime has never gone away in all of society. I don't think this will either, but if we can dial it back and manage it much more effectively and combat it with everything that we have, I think we're in much better shape. Yeah, it's exciting to hear you say those things because uh, you and I come from similar worlds and, and I think we understand the necessity and the value of shared intelligence. Yeah, There's absolutely. so much coming out today from our administration and the governance associated with that's really driving the need to share intelligence, to understand the consequence of the failure to do so, right? And it's certainly, we're not spared in this space uh, because again, there's a lot of discovery going on here. And, you know, I think it's going to continue to evolve, but I think it's important to recognize as you illustrated there, the balance. Yes. The balance and understanding that uh, we have a committed adversary, a we growing, do. growing yeah. committed adversary. And, and, you know, they're not gonna take their pressure off of what they're trying to accomplish because it's been profitable. Hey, a last area I'd like to explore with you is how you advise your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of IoT and industrial IoT and even 5G going forward. Mm. No, that's boy, that's a broad question. Those are multi meetings, hours at a time. You know, you know how that goes. But what I try to do is just as far as the big buckets, I say, look, there is a physical aspect of cybersecurity. You can't have people running around through your buildings unsupervised or un unknown. Like, who are they? What are they here for? 
you can't have people accessing your main closets where your telecom communications is and your tech equipment is. You need to know who the equipment manufacturers are that are putting in the network that, that, are, that are producing the equipment that are in your closets. And then you need to know who's operating that equipment and what it's for. And is it still active? Is it still live? And then what else does it connect into? And then there's the whole internal side of it. You know, the networks that are there, who, who is uh, providing the firewalls, who's providing the cybersecurity, are these things backed up? Are they well protected? All of that stuff kind of blends more into your world than mine, uh, Rick, with Fortinet and everything that, that you guys do. But um, just advising my clients about all the different aspects of cyber and the ways that they can kind of protect themselves going forward in their strategy because this this has to be a regular part of what we do in real estate and it it the analogy that i draw is about 30 years ago environmental aspects to buildings were largely um unconsidered in our buy sell and hold decisions we didn't consider asbestos we didn't consider lead we didn't consider microbes and bacterial and some of this stuff and now now it's now it's standard practice and we're thinking about ways to make this all clean and sustainable and we're always trying to make things better cyber i think needs to follow that same evolutionary scale that arc if you will mm -hmm. and as we go forward the next 5 10 15 years we're going to find ways to make it a part of our day-to-day -day conversation uh you know it's it's fascinating listening to you talk about that i was thinking trade space and at least recognizing that there are or multiple platforms or perspectives that we have to stay focused on from physical security to cybersecurity mm -hmm. to understanding our operations, you know, pulling all of that together, a uh, considerable bit of challenge. Well, this has been fascinating chatting with you, Jason. I, I, I knew it would be. And uh, I want to thank you again for joining us today for Fortinet Live. My pleasure. Enjoyed it very much. This has been Fortinet Live.